All human thought, all science, all religion is the holy direction of the vast parts. But someday we seem to gather associated knowledge to against such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightful stars rise back to plunge the world of revelation as flee from the deadly lights into the peace and safety of a new dark they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 10 of Heartless and Loveland, written by Braden Fivash, that's a me, and published by Stars Are Right. This is an original homebrew scenario, available for purchase through our drive-thru RPG catalogue. And you can also find it on our website at starsareright.com. We are going to be wrapping up the scenario in this episode, so spoilers ahead. If you enjoy listening to it and decide to run it for your gaming group, please share your experiences on our social media with the hashtag StarsAreRight. And listen up, keepers and scenario writers. If you have a draft or an idea for a scenario and you want to share it with the world, but you need some extra help bringing it to life, then get in touch with us. We help with editing, polishing, illustration, formatting, and then publishing your scenario as a beautiful professional standard PDF that you'll be proud to put on sale. You can even help people hear about it by getting us to play it here on the podcast, just like we're doing with Heartless and Loveland. You can find more info about that on our website. Just look for the publishing section. Now, let's get into it. One last time, how are you all playing? And who are you today, Hal? I'm uh, Jeremy McDermott, and I am going to fire this bow at someone if it kills me. I want one (laughs) shot at least, damn it. Phaedra? Still playing Loretta, still deaf, but this time she's taking lizard people down with her. Nice. Jason? Still playing Jason Boyd, still stuck in a pipe behind Loretta, and he is there for Loretta whether she likes it or not. (laughs) (laughs) A true friend. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) And finally, Noxicals. Still playing Daisy Silverstone, and uh, having saved the love of my life, Everything from this point forward is a bonus. Okay. So, let's pick up where we left off. Noxicals, what happened last time? With the earth roiling beneath our hero's feet, and Sergeant Brandine Cook being held hostage, all looks bleak in Loveland. Mark Matthews sobs uncontrollably, comforted by his friend and fellow conspiracy theorist Steve Buckwright. Loretta and Jeremy, driven to the brink of insanity by what they've seen, argue about the correct course of action. Jason tries his best to act as peacemaker, but it seems that nothing will stop Loretta from taking hasty, violent action against Janice Allen and Terry Woodley, the treacherous townsfolk. Amidst the chaos, Daisy decides that the time has come for action. 
marching back into the construction site and dusting off her business persona, she negotiates with Woodley, convincing the alcoholic ex-foreman to take her hostage in the place of Sergeant Cook. But there's more to the canny architect's plan than meets the eye. Watching carefully for the arrival of the gun-toting Loretta, Daisy acts as the perfect distraction. With all eyes and ears trained upon the shouting Daisy, Loretta is able to re-enter the site via a pipe and shoot Woodley in the back. As Woodley falls, his skin peeling like a meaty banana, to quote our keeper, the truth is revealed. Woodley and Alan are lizard folk, wearing the skin of the former townsfolk as a grisly disguise. All hell breaks loose, and Janice Allen attacks Loretta, her lizard's jaw dislocating to bite the shotgun-wielding labourer. Jason follows Loretta into the pipe, trying his best to pull her from the creature's jaws. Jeremy runs back to the front of the building site, bow in hand, and runs into the escaping Sergeant Cook. Daisy scoops up Woodley's gun and shoots wildly in the direction of the melee. What will happen next? What other horrors will befall our party? What's that breathing noise coming from the tunnel? Stay tuned to find out. Jason, what are you doing? So, I had a couple of questions, but I waited patiently until my turn, a whole week in fact, uh, to ask firstly, um, am, I, am I affected by the fact that Loretta had shot previously, um, given how confined a space we're in and the acoustics are also quite confined? Would you like to roll me a constitution roll? If you uh, fail, you will have a similar uh, similar hearing to Loretta at this instance. Okay. That is a fail. And I haven't got enough luck for it, really. Not really, no. Okay. So, your hearing goes. All you hear is a slight ringing sound, which is giving you a bit of a headache. Um, but you still have the turn ahead of you. What will your actions be? So I imagine after the initial flinching, Jason will have seen um, the lizard woman try and chomp down on Loretta. Uh, I've been wondering, actually, um, given Jason's little stash of medical uh, supplies, would it be prudent for him to have some sort of torch, flashlight, if you will? Sure. That sounds great. I'll give that to you. So Jason will immediately fumble for this flashlight and shine it directly into the lizard's eyes, hoping to blind it, even for a second, just so he can pull Loretta back down the pipe. Okay. Uh, do roll a strength roll. You see this thing's mouth distend and open. Uh, actually, I might also need you to roll a sanity roll. Yes, I was going to ask you that as well. <laughs> I got an extreme on my strength, thank you very much. Wow, Loretta, you're going shooting down that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Back into little Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah, sanity roll. I yes. Uh, what's the sanity on now? Ooh, that's not looking so healthy. Um, no, I definitely failed my sanity roll. Okay. Roll me a d6. Oh my god, this oh, gift. A d6. Oh no, okay. Um... Just to bear in mind, if I get three or more off my sanity now, it's gonna leave me indefinitely insane because I've already lost six. Nice. Wonderful. Mm -mm. Do it, do it. Here we go. Oh, that is a two! I am saved! Oh my <gasps> god. You are A-OK -okay with everything. Wow. Uh, you 
Well, Lose zero. Well, I'm holding it together. You are. You know, meaty bananas aren't the weirdest thing you've seen today. Let's say that. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Maybe Jason's trying to just focus on the light and focus on pulling uh, Loretta down towards him with his other hand and just trying to keep both of those things and not think about this meaty banana okay. thing in front of him. <laughs> or certainly it's how it's appearing. All right. Next in the order is Loretta. Loretta, Jason has pulled you back down away from the gaping mouth of this serpent person ahead of you. You still have perfect shot on it, but you were outside of melee range from it, so... So what you're saying is point blank in the mouth. Indeed, I am saying that. So bonus die? Yes. Wait. Let's get this present. <laughs> it is going cover. to attempt to leap for cover outside of the pipe. Okay, to so you roll that pipe. first. Yes, indeed. With a dodge of 32, I don't like its chances. Oh, it succeeded. Oh, so roll... Yeah. Oh, that is a forty-six. No, that's not. That's not good. Is it worth it? Spending all my luck. What else are you gonna do with it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's the time. Yeah, you can't. Spending. Can't take it with you. <laughs> I need to get from uh, forty-six to twenty-five. So that is twenty-one. 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 Okay, that leaves me with with nine luck. Oh, that's oh, man. fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do it. It's like Why nine not? lives. It's fine. But it's point blank, so that means I get 46? Yes, indeed. Okay. Oh, do you have any more? I'll, oh, I can roll twice. Do. No, no. Okay. Take all of our d6. Nice. Yes. Smash! Oh, that's 11. 11 points of damage. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me how you kill Janice Allen. Hell yeah. oh. I shoot right in the mouth. Um, the teeth shatter off and explode backwards, not towards me. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> as as the lizard persons try to uh, kind of dive for cover, they just get propelled outside of the. Oh, it, it, like a bloody firework. Yeah. Like a bloody firework made of teeth. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> the head explodes. <laughs> Scales and human flesh and all sorts flying everywhere while the body is sent ragdolling through the air, cartwheeling and then landing <laughs> with a splotch on the ground in the mud. After performing a perfect jeté. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Nine points from the Russian <laughs> the, the headless body bows and then falls over. Dead forever. <laughs> I will actually ask you to make a constitution roll as well to see if your hearing is damaged for real. Ah, um, who cares, to be honest. Consequences for your yeah, actions. Ears are overrated. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> okay, yeah. You have severe pain in your ears. But uh, we'll get to that in the post-episode wrap-up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me double-check something. Jeremy, you may be next, my friend. You are next, Jeremy. Oh, finally, Jeremy's ready. 
You so get me into the construction site and everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, he crests the like the little rise, I guess, and looks down. He's got the bow at the ready, arrow knocked and shaking hands. <laughs> and he's just ready to go, adrenaline pumping. And he just witnesses, I guess, uh, this exploding snake person. Or does he arrive and just everyone's just lying around? Uh, as Yeah, as you rear the corner, you see the body uh, go flying and then fall to the ground headless. Okay. I initially think it's some kind of terrifying lizard person attack, and then I realize uh, that actually it's a terrifying Loretta attack. Um, and I, I scan for a target, and I see only what was Terry Woodley lying <laughs> unconscious on the ground. Is he yeah, is the, he moving at all, or just does he look yeah, dead? Yeah, the, the back is rising as if he's still breathing. But okay. The skin is peeled off now to where you can see scales underneath. So I will require a Sandy roll for Jeremy. Are you not still about? Well, he's he's been on oh. the cusp of his indefinite insane threshold for a while. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think was paranoid about his parents. Ah, oh, very well, that's yeah. correct. Yes, no, yeah, you are a-okay. If there's right, one brilliant. thing they teach you in the Boy Scouts is how to shoot an unconscious man in the back. <laughs> oh yeah, day one. <laughs> Be prepared <laughs> to shoot an unconscious man in the back. Um, okay, so he, he fights down a, you know, a sudden panic as, as uh, his brain tortures him with an image of his own father lying face down in the mud. But, uh, you know, he, he shakes his head, blinks his eyes furiously, focuses on the inhuman scales, and lets fly with an arrow straight and true. Yes! Oh, thank you, Jeremy. Um, that's an 8 out of 50. That's an extreme success. Oh, oh my god. Why are you trying okay. to just Terry Woodley. Did this shit. But he's not moving. He's the only target, and I'm taking him down, goddammit. But god you don't damn need it. to roll to shoot someone that's not... I guess you're like... He's miles away. Oh, fair enough. And I'm Robin Hooding it. This arrow is going straight up the butt. <laughs> oh, let, let Jeremy have his moment. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. He's going straight up the butt. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> why, Jeremy? Narticles, why? <laughs> Tell me how you expire, Terry Woodley, and it. is it up the butt? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, it isn't. Um, years of archery training uh, for those sweet, sweet scouting competitions come to Jeremy's aid, and um, I'm picturing just back of the neck i think just straight through like a like a really cool body mod like if you saw him from the front i'd be like wow man cool neck spike where can i get one of those and then he would just vomit blood on you <laughs> lovely yeah terry woodley's breathing stops as this arrow sinks into his flesh there's a lot going on now uh but there's sort of a calm to you after you sink this arrow through and you can hear an audible breathing. You're, you're so far away from the tunnel entrance, but you can hear breathing coming from that tunnel, Jeremy. Well, that is deeply unnerving. Uh, so he looks over and uh, does he see anything or have the two kind of retreated down it a little bit? Sorry, we're not uh, talking not, about the pipe. We're talking about the tunnel. Not the pipe. Mm -hmm. I was like, tunnel. how loudly is Loretta breathing? Of course not. This is the ominous <laughs> breathing coming from the horrible tunnels under the town. Right, I'm with you. What game are we playing again? Let me get my dice. <laughs> <laughs> tunnel, tunnel, and... Yes. <laughs> uh, that will bring us on to the turn of something else. 
What is uh, Matthews and Buckride doing? We still haven't found out. Jeremy, mm. you hear the clicking of a shotgun behind you, and stepping into the construction site is Steve Buckright, uh, who brushes his red hair back underneath his camouflage trucker cap and uh, walks to the edge alongside you. Where? Wait, what was his voice again? <laughs> Something like that. There it is. Um, we captured that yokel. Oh, like goofy. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Where are the lizard people? Um, <laughs> oh, God. He just sort of trains his uh, shotgun down on the serpent person below him and. Uh, fails his sanity roll, but just sort of gasps audibly and takes a few steps back, um, falling to one of his knees and then pushing himself back up. Uh, but there is no sign of Mark Matthews. You may still be able to hear the sobbing and uh, sort of muffled whines of Mark in the alleyway next to the Juliet. For player knowledge, I rolled 10 hours of screaming and... <laughs> Oh no. Oh good oh. lord. Okay, very useful. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor fella. His throat's gonna Anyways. be wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Not as wrecked as his uh, friend's head though. No, no that's it. Mm, that's true. Uh okay. So those of you who can see, be it Daisy, Jeremy, see exiting the tunnel a walking corpse dressed in a mouldering robe. With every step it takes, the robe sort of breaks apart and falls. The skin on this thing is hanging loose against the skeleton underneath, and where eyes once were are just deep black voids, its mouth hanging open, the sound of breathing coming from it. Let me get you a great portrait done by our Ooh. Yes, please. Oh, man. Ooh. It's it's wearing a little crown. Mm. Like a little it tiara thing. <laughs> yeah, he is blinged out. He's a beautiful princess. <laughs> these, these new Disney films are getting really extreme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who's going to kiss him? <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> or lick him. Can I kiss him with an excavator? <laughs> you may. Uh, you thought kissing Harry Andrews was like kissing a walnut. This guy is walnutted up. Um, <laughs> he, is, he is a prudeman. <laughs> uh, as this thing steps around the corner, it turns slowly in your direction. You can hear the clicking of its spine. And I'm going to have Daisy. Actually, Daisy, Jeremy, and Buck, all please roll me sanity rolls as you see this ungodly figure exit the tunnel. Okay. 27, so all right, actually. Okay. So 99 is bad, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, 99 is very bad. I mean, if you mm. round it up a couple of points, it's a one, right? Just so true. The ground. I guess how it works. <laughs> Why not? Uh, you lose a d4 if you failed and nothing if you succeeded. All right. It's so not as bad as I thought. Mm -hmm. uh, Nox, I believe, since you've fumbled, you just lose 
the full, the full amount four, of sanity. I think. Yeah, yes. I think I do. Okay, which luckily is not five. Very lucky. Um, uh, but um, unluckily, this thing looks at you, and as it turns towards you, you can hear the clicking of its spine, its mouth dangling open suddenly, and you see a black void in there as well. And it begins speaking, speaking words, perhaps, maybe. Or strange sounds that begin emanating out, and you can see like little tendrils of darkness emerging from its mouth as it's saying things towards you, Daisy, and you can hear it in your mind. I'm going to have you roll a power roll for me, please. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, I've got 60, so bring it on. Uh, that's a 38. Okay. What level of success is that? That's just a normal success. Okay. You are doing an opposed power roll against this thing. Oh, okay. Eight points of luck to make it a hard... I mean, I've got so much luck. Mm. Go on. I, I would, yeah. Yeah, I'm down to 46 luck, and uh, that's a hard success, therefore. Okay. Uh, this thing also got a hard success. <laughs> so I assume in that instance it goes off of whoever has the highest power. Yes, that's right. Oof. Uh, this thing definitely has higher power than you. Oh, no. All this luck spent. Ouch. Uh... Until the end of the next round, Daisy, you have been commanded to kill your friends. You are dominated. Oh, yeah. damn it, no. Maybe it is That's a good thing I don't have the shotgun. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep it that yeah. way. Hmm. Yeah. Small mercies. Oh, but, hmm. Actually, have my eyes gone it. black as well? They have not. Oh, okay. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> Daisy, I will have you at the start of your turn first make a luck roll for me. Oh, I'm glad I spent those eight points of luck. Mm. Indeed. Mm -mm. Uh, that is a fail. You're facing towards this strange mummified corpse and you can see crawling over the construction site wall above you both is one of these frog creatures whose fingers just sort of grasp over top. A wet slopping sound accompanies it, and its two large globular eyes just begin looking and scanning the uh, construction site. Jeremy and Buck immediately notice this creature. Oh, boy. Daisy, your turn, though. Please kill your friends. Hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> anyway, my, my best shot is going to be Jeremy, right, who's... He's sort of standing at the gate like Robin Hood with his bow and arrow in hand. Oh, yeah. Sure is. Yes, indeed. Okay. I will turn around. Do I have any control over any part of me at all? Can I say anything? Or am I literally just like automaton woman? Yeah, you are completely dominated. Your one, one goal and action is to kill Jeremy at this instance. Okay. Well, then I'll swing around on the spot, like sort of almost like a little pivot and I'll point the gun at Jeremy, and you can see my jaw sort of clenched, and I will fan the hammer at Jeremy. Oh, no. Uh, Jeremy, would you like to dive for cover? Uh, Jeremy just stands and takes it with a look of, of betrayal in his eyes and a single tear. No, I'm going to dive for cover. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. If you do succeed, or if you uh, do dive for cover, you won't be able to do anything next turn except get up, I believe. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do this turn is get shot, because that's a 74. Uh, okay. 
Okay, <laughs> how many bullets does this gun actually have? I've already fired three, and they fired one into um, Shockey's head. Ah, uh, yeah, another two. Another two. Okay, so I'm only gonna get. I'm gonna fan the hammer, but only two shots are actually gonna go off. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is a massive miss. That's a 51 okay. and an 81. One more. And the oh. second one is yes, yeah, a miss as well. It's a 40 and a 30. Oh, yeah. okay. Fantastic. All right. Jeremy, two bullets go whizzing past you, and Daisy is just staring at you uh, with a look of confusion but determination on her face. Miss Silverstone, why? And that is going to bring us on to Jason's turn. Okay. Um, how much of this can I hear? Um, like, was the ringing quite brief, or is it still, you know, underlying effects? Yeah, it's been less than 15 seconds, I'd say. So you probably couldn't have heard any of that. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to continue um, trying to, to pull Loretta down and start making my way back down the pipe myself. Please stop pulling me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the enemy's dead. Yeah, but I don't know that. Jason doesn't know that. He's trying to help. Didn't you see her head explode? The lizard's head explode? Yes. Firework teeth fly over your shoulder. <laughs> but that's not all of them. And Jason's being thorough. God damn it. Can't Loretta, like, kick him off? Yeah, uh, let's have a fighting pull her leg or something. I just, I just don't want to be pulled back. I have a place to go. Of course. Have Places a fighting to go, maneuver. people to see, I understand. Exactly. Corpses to kill. Uh, <laughs> Jason, roll a fighting brawl roll as you're trying yep. to pull her down, and she's notably I not wanting 10, to go with you. So that is a hard success for me. Yeah, that's a fail. Yeah, you can easily kick me away. I'm not Fantastic. trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to be like, let go and go. Too late. Way. He loses all his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they explode like a firework of teeth. Oh hey, I can take my fight roll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. I'll take my bow and arrow. This is gonna be so great in the next scenario. <laughs> yeah. uh, exceptional. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Jason? Uh okay. I I guess I guess I get to see Loretta's face briefly and maybe see her determination. Um so Jeremy's gonna quickly shine the flashlight back down the pipe just to check that everything is clear um and then he's gonna kind of change his mind and make his way back down by himself and then if it's clear then maybe he can he can try and regroup with anybody else who's possibly left but he doesn't know because he can't hear and he's starting to get kind of paranoid about things okay he starts whispering to tilly again to help him mm. Roll me a spot hidden roll as you exit Ooh. the pipe. Okay, I can still see. Though my spot hidden is terrible, but that is a hard. I can make it an extreme if needs be by spending six luck. Okay. I would save it. Um, yeah, up to you, but uh, maybe not. You are looking around. You immediately spot, grasping the edge of the construction site wall above you, is one of the frogmen who is looking hey. down into the construction site. The wormy sort of hairs on its back are vibrating with excitement 
and it is looking like it's re- getting ready to leap. That is gross. Oh, goody. Is that a sanity roll, Keeper? Oh, you haven't seen a frogman yet, have you? I have not. I've been lucky up until this point. Okay, yeah, let's drain all that sanity. Let's get some madness going. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, guys, I love you. Oh, that is a pass. Fantastic. Just lose one point. Just lose one point, you say. It's still enough to make me indefinitely insane. Fantastic. That's the fifth loss. Oh, no. Wibble. I'm going to have you roll about a madness twice, and you can choose whichever one you think is most... uh... Oh, that's very kind of you. Uh, So 2d10s, yeah? Yep. Okay. First one is a three, which at the top of my head, I believe that's red mist. Uh, Battered. Oh, Battered, okay. Beg your pardon. And I got a one for my second one. Uh, Would you like Amnesia or Battered? Hmm... I mean, both. Oh, wait, are real kind time. Of... Sorry. No, you are correct. That is red mist or amnesia. Or amnesia. I think it's going to have to be red mist, don't you? Okay. I have had enough of this shit. <laughs> it's Jason's time. Yeah. Roll a uh, d10. Roll a d10. Yeah, let's see how long this takes. Oh, just one. Okay. Short so for sweet. On the next round, you are going to. Explode into a spree of uncontrollable violence. Yeah, this destruction is directed at all of your surroundings, allies and foes alike. Oof, good thing you're not in the pipe anymore. <laughs> yep. Very fun. Uh, Loretta. Yes. What would you like to do? Uh, Loretta would like to um, make her way to the excavator. Oh, yes. Okay. You you jump out of the pipe and rush your way over to the excavator. You can see this strange corpse-like figure standing at the entrance to the tunnel, and it has its eyes firmly set on Daisy, and Daisy has just fanned the hammer at Jeremy. Um, I will still head to the excavator if I can. Is, is Do I have to pass, like, in front of them, or can I, like... Uh, yes, you would actually have to pass between the uh, the eye line of this corpse thing and Daisy to get to the excavator. Ugh, fine. I guess I will shoot the thing. <laughs> okay. They go my excavator dreams. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you can make a past. You know, blast him and then, and then run. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just shoot at the corpsey. Okay. Its spine clicks as it stares at you, uh, and you unload on it. Roll a shotgun roll. That is a fail. Okay. You blast a bit of the stone behind it in the tunnel and it clatters to the ground and this thing just stays completely unmoving looking at you can i start running towards the excavator yeah absolutely we'll say you get up to the door and on the next turn you'll be able to enter and operate cool okay and that is going to bring us to the frog yay (laughs) your new friend 
Do your worst, Froggo. Hmm. I will have it roll a spot hidden. Well, that was unexpected. It succeeds. Noticing there's a number of people down in the pit, you see its little tendrils sort of wiggling on its back and its eyes slowly turn and it faces you, Jason. Seeing as you're on your own, it leaps down and is going to attempt to latch its mouth around your head. I will have you roll a fighting brawl roll, please. This is a fighting, this is a maneuver. Mm -hmm. These frogs only want one thing and it's disgusting. Yep. Oh, that is, yeah, that's a fumble. 97. Oh, wow. Okay. This thing rolled a 99. Oh. Okay. Which isn't a fumble for it, but it still does not manage to latch its mouth around you. Uh, we'll say you, as it leaps down, you fall and just manage to get out of the way of it. But it also slips in its own oil slick that it is leaving behind it with it. And uh, both of you were sort of like jello wrestling on the ground next to the Little Mamie River. Ooh, it's getting sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Howl. <laughs> Jeremy, it is your turn, my friend. Uh, right. Well, time to shoot Daisy, I guess. Um, no, but I do have a, uh, a Daisy-related problem, and uh, Jeremy doesn't know how long that's going to last. So, um, what sort of cover have I got? Because um, I'm, she's down in a in a sort of pit, right? Like I could feasibly just kind of duck back down on my side and be out of her line of fire yeah correct uh she's three meters down so you, you could probably like walk back a meter or so and then you'd end up uh out of her line of sight um perhaps roll a a listen roll as well to see if you would have heard the click at the last shot as she was fanning the hammer oh yeah that's a great idea how about i just throw my dice into the bin uh <laughs> oh it happened to you <laughs> Yeah, so that's probably a fail, I guess. Sorry, I'll have to retrieve that later. Shit, man. Yeah. Wow. Let me roll a different die. Uh, here's another d10. Uh, that's a 61, and my listen is... Do, 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 50. Shoot. No. Okay. I did not hear it. So as far as I'm concerned, she's got one of those guns from the movies that never runs out of pow-pow. So... <laughs> Um, could, now, the excavator, where is that in relation to the... I don't know. I'm not going to take the excavator yep. from Loretta. I'm it's already too good. at the door. You're already at the door. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I could uh, I could ride a shotgun. If you knew if you wanted to. <laughs> I don't know what the heck else is useful for Jeremy to do other than get out of um, Daisy's line of sight. So I guess I'm going to do that. Uh, and You'd yeah. No, go ahead, Keeper. You would, uh, you would be able to get back out of her line of sight and still have a line of sight of the strange corpse thing if you wanted to loose an arrow in its direction. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I did not realise that. Yes, I would I would love to do that. Um, okay. And I'll yell at Buck a little bit as well as I'm doing this. Just to explain. Uh, is Buck Matthews around or has he left? Matthews is busy weeping in an alley, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. But Buck is there being useless, so I'll, uh, you know, I'll shout it. Daisy's firing at us as well now, and there's a walking corpse. Do something, man! And uh, then I will fire. Uh, that 
is a 38, which is great, because I got a 50. Yes, that's a normal success. Nice. Okay, roll a d6. Love to. Uh, you don't have a damage bonus. Usually with a bow and arrow, you add half your damage bonus to it, but uh, in this instance, not. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was like, what is half of zero? <laughs> well. Okay, I got a four. Okay, fantastic. Uh, you loose an arrow. It flies rapidly across the construction site, um, hitting this strange corpse. But as it hits, there's almost like this sound of shattering glass. The arrow bounces off of it. Uh, for a brief instance, you see almost what looks like a field, a shimmering field, sort of coating this thing. Mm, Bits definitely. of like ethereal matter fall off and crack off around the site that your arrow hit. He's got mage armor. They didn't prepare us for this in the scouts. <laughs> that will then bring us on to Buck Wright, following your lead. Uh, he pulls out a shotgun and is going to fire it in the direction of this creature uh, with a <laughs> with an extreme success on his shot you watch as the slugs sink into the flesh of this thing there's another shattering sound but you watch as energy is dispersed away from it and you can almost see this creature more clearly now uh, Jeremy mm -hmm. All right. Great work. Keep doing that. Uh, that will bring us on to the thing again. Having just been hit, pieces of its robe like fly and scatter off behind it. Um, it is going to lift its hand towards you, Jeremy. Oh, boy. I am going to have you roll an opposed power roll against this thing. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to win that. A hard success here. <laughs> That's a 94, so... Mm -mm. Hey. Okay. You feel your flesh begin to blister and crack, and you look down and you can almost see the moisture being drawn out of it and falling to the ground. You take five points of damage oh, as skin. you are hit with the spell Shriveling. Oh no. no way. Oh no. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, that is more than half of my hit points. I'm on nine. Okay. Uh, roll me a constitution roll. Mm -hmm. And do pass, my friend. Oh no. My skin. Uh, that was an 80. I've got a con of 49. Ooh. Mm -hmm. You take a major wound. Yep. And you also fall prone. Uh, Jeremy falls down on the ground, unconscious. Good night, everybody. But to, uh, to save you from not doing anything in case Jeremy doesn't wake up, I'm going to send you Steve Buckwright's stats, and I'll give you a control over him. Ooh, thank you, Keeper. Okay. That brings us on to Daisy. Daisy, you are cleared of the fog surrounding your mind, realizing exactly what you've just done. Right. So I, oh, it's so hard, right? The gun's empty. Daisy's been holding it together for quite a while now. The guy that she was facing off against has an arrow in him and is dead. 
she's seen a snake person's head explode and now there's a scary corpse person um oh god i think she would start babbling like nervously just like talking to herself she'll drop to her knees and she'll start rooting around in the pockets of both Terry Woodley and Ray Shockey to try and find more bullets. Okay. I will say that you don't find immediately any in the pockets of Terry Woodley, but you do manage to find uh, some bullets in the pockets of um, Ray Shockey. Okay, dokie. Is the time for me to start desperately loading this gun? I'll say that with that, you were able to load and you could fire if you want, um, but each shot would be with a penalty die on this turn. On this turn. Um, hmm. I've only got 20% anyway. No, I think she'll load the gun as... Oh, will she? No, damn it. She'll jam as many bullets into the gun as she can and then just point and just click, 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 click at the horrible corpse thing. Okay. How many bullets do you think reasonably I can get into this thing? Uh, I'd, I'd say you'd be able to get three in to do a fan the hammer, but that at that point will be with two penalty die if you roll. Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> Figuring out another D100. <laughs> she can't oh. be stopped. Okay. Double penalty die. Uh, nope. It's a lot of dice, man. Oh, it is. so close. Nope. Bang, bang, bang. Okay. You can spend luck on firearms, can't you? Yes, you can. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Would you like to spend luck? I could spend six points of luck and one of them would hit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. okay, fine. I spend six points of luck and the second one hits. Yeah. Uh, roll a D10 for me. D10. I've definitely got some of those. Uh, that is a massive two damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> like six points of luck. <laughs> hey, it's something. Uh, the bullet strikes this corpse, and you watch as it collects some of its ribs along with it, and the ribs just shoot out the back. Uh, old and mummified flesh just goes flying. Uh, at this point, the clothing that's that was sort of loosely sitting upon it... Uh, has just crumbled away and there is just this partly destroyed disgusting corpse wearing a tiara ahead of you still looking at you with these black vacant okay. voids and of us all of daisy's call is gone she is just like sort of muttering and whimpering and shooting and crying <laughs> jason you're hey. on the bank of the little miami river yellow wrestling a frog what do you want to do so um as I'm kind of in the jelly and, and stuff, I'm gonna try and position myself so I've decent shot getting out my blinged derringer. Um, I'm gonna cling hold um, of Tilly's locket. And even though Jason's going through a bout of madness, this is probably the most calm he's been all evening. And he's just gonna look it straight in the eye. You're an abomination, and if I go with you, I don't care, you're gonna die. <laughs> awesome. And then give it give it a couple of bullets. Okay. Uh you get a bonus die for being point blank. Whoop, whoop. Oh actually I only get one attack of the damage, but that doesn't matter. I get a bonus. Okay. Uh come on bonus. 
Yes, that is uh, uh, 19, so still a pass. Um, oh, do I make it an impale with an extreme? Tempted, but it is a lot of points. Do you? Mm. I'm gonna need 13. I could do it. Yeah, go on. Why not? Let's make it an extreme. Okay. How much damage is that? That is. I need a d6. That is going to be nine points of damage. Okay. Uh, tell me how you'd kill the frogman. So I imagine it tries to get back up again and maybe leap towards me. And as it's right over my head, I just cling tightly onto Tilly and just think of her and keep my mind focused. Fantastic. Yeah, it falls limp. And there is a splash sound as you release the bullet through it. And black mist flies out the back of it. And as it falls down on you, it begins slowly bubbling and melting almost. Your arms, you're trying to push it off of you. And yeah, it, it's becoming viscous fluid melting down onto you. And you can feel something Look. inside of it. And it starts sort of rising to the surface as it's bubbling down and melting over you. There is a human skeleton inside of this thing. Oh my god. It's not. No, no, don't. Jason, don't. No. Um, I'm gonna just try and scrape any bubbly bits of frog off me um, and try and get myself around to where I think anybody else is left. So maybe Daisy, if she's still around. I am going to get you to roll me a luck roll, please. Okay. All four points of it. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. I was three off a pass. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were heading back up the pipe or around the front? No, 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 around the front. Okay. As you get into that alleyway and start running up the, the alley, uh, you can see ahead of you Mark Matthews in a sobbing heap but crawling around the corner, its fingers clasp against the brick wall. You see another one of these frogmen glaring down at Mark Matthews, seemingly ready to strike. Am I still seeing red? You are. Then... We'll, uh, I'll say be... that'll be all you can do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be shooting some more frogs, definitely. Okay. Loretta. Hello. The excavator is ahead of you, my friend. What would you like to do? I get in. Of course. I started. The keys tick over. The engine sounds old, uh, but it starts up and is chugging now. And I want to grab the corpse guy and throw him in the tunnel. Oh, okay. Uh, roll me. <laughs> An operate heavy machinery roll. I can do that. Come on. Yes, that is, in fact, 
Oh, it's a hard success. It would have been an extreme with two luck. Wow. Put that thing back where it came from. was so helpful. Did you want to spend two luck? Why not? Yeah, do it. Come on. Instead of nine, I have seven luck. <laughs> yeah, at this stage. Okay. Pulling him down there. Fantastic. <laughs> he tumbles um, into the room, quoting Army of the Dead, knocks him yeah. down like kittles. Loretta wins. <laughs> You more. begin rolling this thing forward through the muck, raising the bucket up off the ground. You turn the excavator and do a full 360 before striking this thing with the bucket, sending it flying back into the tunnel. Uh, roll 4d6 first. Loretta, smash! <laughs> I'm gonna yep. That is 12 damage. Okay, this thing is staring at you through the glass of the excavator cabin and it hits with this immense thud. There's the breaking of bones that uh, echoes throughout the construction site and it goes toppling into the tunnel. I'm not sure if you've done enough to completely destroy this thing, um, but it disappears from sight. With an amazing extreme success, would you like to do anything else? Uh, <laughs> who else do I scoop? <laughs> <laughs> Get scooped. Can I make any moves to, like, I don't know, break the entrance of the tunnel somehow to make it harder for it to get back out if it wants to? Like... Absolutely. rocks into it. Yeah, we'll say that you begin toppling down the entrance. Uh, by the, uh, by your next turn, we'll say that you are going to have it closed up. Nice. Loretta saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you see as Mark Matthews is sobbing, the frog man leaps down onto his back and its mouth distends open and wraps around the top of his head and his arms, which are cradling his face. And he has the whole upper body of Mark Matthews now in its mouth. And it you see its cheeks sort of flex as it begins sucking. Buckright, what are you doing, mate? That is such a good question. So... <laughs> Buck's just a, a poor doofus with a shotgun uh, who's after cryptids, right? Mark Matthews is the one with all the know-how of how to seal this tunnel? Yeah, indeed. All right, well, seeing just the incredible work being done by this <laughs> ragtag gang of unlikely heroes, it's been my privilege to meet. Um, there's not much for him to do shotgun-wise, so I think it's time to go get his buddy Mark so he can do that... Uh, that their uh, voodoo uh, witchery and just, you know, seal that sucker up. <laughs> so he's kind of <laughs> beat feet back towards where uh, he saw Matthews disappear. Fantastic. I will say for the listeners, uh, Buckrat has law conspiracy theories at 80%. Nice. He is uh, well-versed wow. in all the lizard people. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, Buck you exit around the side of the uh, out the front of the construction site and you can see your best bud mark matthews with a frog on his head <laughs> <laughs> dang it mark use one of them 
<laughs> you never done told me. <laughs> I never wanted to see you like this. Not you. Okay, no. Uh, in fact, he interprets the situation correctly uh, and not as a, as a metamorphosis of his friend. Um, so he's gonna... Huh, I guess I can't really shoot this thing without being in danger of blasting uh, the man within, right? I guess I could, like, shoot it in the... Is he wearing it like a hat? Or is he... Descri describe to me this this chimera, would you? Like, like who's okay. on top? Um, <laughs> Very important question. It would, yeah, I mean, this thing's legs, uh, it's like wrapped around Mark on his back, but its head is down over top of Mark's torso and head. So, I mean, it's kind of like if the head of the frog was in the middle of the body and there were two sets of legs sticking out from each end. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, did you say the legs are wrapped around him like a backpack or like they're sticking up somewhere where I can shoot them? Uh, like a backpack. Okay. There's yeah, no real fair. way to sort of shoot without perhaps killing your chimera best friend. That's what I figured. I can't do that to him. Um, not now he's living his best chimera life. So uh, I'm going to run up and just uh, adjust my grip on the shotgun and swing it like a club. Just... Uh, hit this thing with the stock uh, right in the eyes if I can. Sure. Uh, roll a fighting brawl. Yep. Let's see if I need to figure out um, what kind of damage this thing does. Oh, that's a... Uh, that is a 28. And his brawl okay. is... Oh, 45. So that's almost a hard nice. success. Okay. Uh, roll me a d6 plus damage bonus. Uh, which is nothing for Buckrat. All right, love to. So, just a d6. I'm just dropping dice left, right, and center here. There we go. That's a four. Okay, fantastic. Uh, this thing remains sort of on top of Mark Matthews. Its globular eyes are like looking up and in every direction as people are now beginning to come and assist. But uh, it is remaining sort of in its feeding frenzy that it is currently in. Yeah, it knows what it wants. It wants that sweet, sweet mark. That will bring us then to the strange creature in the tunnel. Uh, an eerie silence falls upon the construction site. Jason and Buck notice that this frog thing's mouth sort of loosens a little and its eyes kind of look up into its own mind. It's like eyes roll back into its head almost. What in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> Which will bring us on to Daisy. Okay, so as far as I can see, the scary dead dude got smashed back into the tunnel in some <laughs> sort of massive excavator game of croquet. Indeed. Um, there's, I can't see the frogman sucking on on uh, Duty Face's head. Correct. So I think what Daisy will do is she'll drop the gun, drop to her knees, and start sobbing and saying, Is it over? Is it over? And sort of start crawling towards the ladder. Okay. You know what, fair. <laughs> yeah. You managed to begin pulling yourself up off your knees and onto the ladder to crawl up. I'm going to regret leaving that gun behind, but... <laughs> Jason, 
Mm-hmm. What are you doing? The frog creature's loosened its grip slightly. It's been walloped by Steve Buckright as well. Well, if it's only slightly and it's not melting in the same way the other one did, it's not dead yet and must be dealt with. Um, so, yeah, Jason's going to sprint towards the frog and outstretch his arm still with his derringer and just try and shoot at it. Okay. I'll say, if you get up into sort of super close quarters, you'll be able to press it against the frog without uh, perhaps shooting Mark. If you shot in, like, its lower body or body behind Mark, uh, give I me mean... a roll with a bonus die if you mm. want. Though a fail could spell... Well, that's oh, right. a regular pass. Let's see if I get better. Oh, I do! I'm going to spend one point of luck to make that an extreme. Oh, very nice. Okay. Roll damage for the Derringer. Uh, there is no need. Uh, okay. You press your gun against this thing, and with a spray of black ichor, this thing expires and begins melting down into itself and you can see sort of over the top of mark matthews he's just completely slick in black substance uh but sort of half clinging to his back and then clattering down to the ground is another skeleton human skeleton what Mm. the not that would that would fit a uh frog creature we got them there human bones in there what is this (laughs) <laughs> yeah they've all got a, a human in there of some sort whatever's left Where... they do say inside every oil slick frog man there's just a human skeleton trying to get out well, my old grandpappy used to tell me maybe you can tell me this later um, where are the <laughs> others And um, now that Jason's come to his senses he's going to start looking around for anyone in the vicinity that you can try and get out and, you know, maybe patch up near the car. Yeah, I mean, Ma- Mark is noticeably shaken and looks to be somewhat injured from the short period of uh, sucking that he endured. Buck's going to pass him down and uh, they they done did it. They uh, sh- That lady got in that there excavator. Uh, amazing stuff. Come on, we got to seal the tunnel she- up. They're all she dead, I think. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. But, but your, your friend. <laughs> Buck is going to just uh, start pulling uh, Matthew uh, towards the construction site and beckoning Jason to follow. Okay, fantastic. I almost feel Hello. that a blue mist of healing has descend- descended <laughs> upon Jason. He now wants to heal everybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> cleric syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heal the world. <laughs> okay, maybe not quite that much. I've got like priorities. <laughs> Loretta. Yes. You are closing the tunnel once and for all, perhaps? Perhaps. Although we do know that uh, a symbol is required, but Loretta is just in like angry zone, but also kind of full of um, adrenaline and excitement for smashing everything. So she's just going to keep smashing the entrance until someone stops her. Okay. The tunnel collapses down and we are going to exit the combat and maybe have a little bit of a uh, discussion of what you would like to do 
to perhaps properly seal this tunnel. Uh, Mark Matthews and Harry Andrews obviously being the only ones in town who know how to do it properly. Uh, but Mark Matthews is obviously uh, in a state and will be in this state for a while, so it seems. I can picture Buck just um, like pushing the ritual implements into <laughs> Matthews's hands <laughs> and he just drops them. And Buck just patiently picks them up again. Oh, you don't drop these and gives them back. And just <laughs> rinse and repeat for as long as you like. <laughs> if you are happy sort of standing guard and watching over Mark, uh, he will come to his senses many hours after mm. this initial conflict. And with your protection and help, he slowly creates a seal on the collapsed entrance of the tunnel, potentially stopping any further frogmen or whatever exactly is down below town from escaping up. You've all been battered, both mentally and physically. I think as a way to finish this episode, I would love to hear from each of you how exactly this has affected your lives and what you are going to be doing with yourself from now on. Let's uh, start with Daisy. Ooh, so I think whilst everybody's standing guard over Mark Matthews, uh, Daisy, once she'd managed to sort of pull herself together, would sort of just stand up in the middle of it and say, excuse me, I have to, I have to go for a minute. And she would walk out, get in her jeep, and go searching for Brandine Cook until she nice. could find her. Moving up and down the streets of Loveland, looking everywhere you can, you find just on the outside of the Loveland city limits, Brandine Cook standing there, facing inward with a look of worry on her face. Are her eyes normal? Her eyes are still black, but she looks at you and smiles as she sees you pull up beside her. I will lean across and open the door. I, they, they told me to leave town. I, I, I can't go back in, Daisy. Well, then get in and I'll give you a ride. I, I, I can't. I can't. I have to be out of town. Then I'll take you out of town. You... You... Saved me. Oh, I don't know about that. She'll hop up into your jeep and close the door behind her with a sigh, feeling perhaps safe for the first time today. Uh, will sort of rest her hand on yours. Daisy will say, I never liked this town anyway. I shall drive out of town. So Beautiful. good. Off into the sunset. Yes. <laughs> Eventually, Brandine's eyes clear and she doesn't feel compelled to be out, out of town anymore, but you two spend a few days uh, away from Loveland and the stresses that have just occurred. And perhaps something comes from this in the future. Let's uh, continue on with Jason. Hmm. Um, so initially, Jason will want to make sure that people like uh, Jeremy and Loretta are okay. Um, maybe you. 
stay with them for a bit or, you know, nurse them back to health, health even if needs be. Um, and he'll want a bit of um, bit of closure with Sir Harry as well, just to kind of say, oh, you know, we did it, we, we sealed it. But the longer he goes on, the more he realizes that maybe it's not just Loveland after all where this is happening. And surely there's more frogmen and more lizard people, more abominations that need to be sent back to hell. So he's going to pack up his things and move out of his rather messy house and take Tilly with him in locket format, of course, um, so they can eradicate these monsters together in another town. Fantastic. Jeremy. So uh, Jeremy, no doubt, needs a little bit of um, TLC. But uh, once he's healthy enough, um, he will rush home to hug his parents and make sure they're okay. Um, uh, many tears. And then he will head to, uh, perhaps he goes with Jason um, to see Sir Harry um, and report back. What sort of state do we find Sir Harry in? Is he just still napping away in his chambers? Yeah, he... He seems exhausted. A long, long life has taken its toll on him. And within the next few weeks, Harry actually passes away. Mm. Good night, sweet prince. Well, uh, I think Jeremy would spend as much of that time with him as he could, and he would have carefully uh, retrieved his journal um, from where it was flung as a decoy at the construction site. So, yep. was Sir Harry willing to pass on his um, his mysterious knowledge of centuries past? Absolutely. Yeah, you learn everything there is to know about the Knights of the Golden Trail being this actual secret order, a Catholic order, dedicated to actually fighting off demons that are lurking in the real world. Well, Jeremy will uh, basically just sink nice and deep into this new um, cult that he never realized he was part of, but ah, it feels like coming home. So um, I don't know if he gets to just inherit it <laughs> upon Sir Harry's death. That doesn't necessarily seem fair. Um, but I think he's going to sort of pledge his allegiance to it lifelong and... Uh, I have no idea what the uh, the power structure of such an organization would be. Um, if there are like people waiting in the wings to take over after Harry Andrews. Um, but he seemed keen to kind of pass the mantle on. So if it's if it's possible, Jeremy's going to try and forge, a, I don't know, a, a high council of the of the Golden Trail or something. I don't know that he sees himself as like a single hero figure. Um, but I think he definitely wants uh, Matthews and Buckwright to um, to join up, and uh, yeah, so we can keep an eye on this tunnel for next time. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, at Harry's funeral, you know, it's a terribly sad occasion, but you see the good that he has done in the children that are in attendance, all the young boys and girls of Loveland who have 
dedicated themselves to the skills that Harry had wanted to teach them and that now perhaps you can continue teaching them in the future. And that brings you a bit of warmth, perhaps. Definitely. Loretta. Loretta doesn't have much luck left. Uh, let me try and roll something. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, <laughs> she lost a significant part of her house in the second earthquake <laughs> with her current luck and yeah. being permanently deafened uh she would require a lot of support so she would probably go around in her list of most favorite people to see if anyone could take her in while she was she was trying to figure everything out um her sanity being quite low um there are two ways this can go for her one is she finds a nurturing place where she can recover and a supportive community where she can learn different ways to communicate or she gets very obsessed about uh the mythos uh now that she has a little bit of cthulhu mythos as well and she depletes uh, what sanity she has left, reading mysterious tomes, and then who knows what happens to her then. <laughs> yeah. And Loretta, you're down in the basement, reading through those tomes, perhaps. Or perhaps, Jeremy, you go down there as well now. You have a key to the castle, after all. And maybe in one instance or the other, you both stumble upon that strange crystal ball and see visions of a skeletal figure in a dark cave ever plotting to be released from the tunnels below Loveland once and for all. And perhaps that's something we can explore in uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes in the future. But for right oh, now, that is going to be where we end today's episode and this entire little run through of Heartless and Loveland. So thank you so Yay. much, everyone. Oh, wow. Round of applause. Good job, everybody. On a trip. Woohoo. Hal, Phaedra, Jason, and Knox Skills, you have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to all of our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash stars are right. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder and avatar tier patrons and get into the meat of the scenario, perhaps all the things you missed, perhaps uh, other secrets and things of that nature. Uh, our avatar and elder tier patrons get access to behind the scenes discussion after every single episode and as well as uh, special bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels and more. Speaking of Discord, though, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsareright.com. Come join us. And just a reminder that if you like this scenario that we just played, it's available for purchase right now. Find it through our website. Or if you're working on your own homebrews, get in touch with us. We'd love to help you bring your stories to life. Now, farewell, dear listeners. 
until the stars are right again. <laughs> <laughs>